to our bonus episode with me, Julie Haynes. And me, Brenda Dennehy. Okay, so we're going to kick it off with our first dilemma. Do you want to read the first one? Yes, I will. Hey girlies, absolutely loving the show. I'm in a relationship the last 14 years. We have four gorgeous children. Since COVID-19 hit, I feel so alone as my husband has turned into a far-right activist. He believes every single thing he hears on social media. He won't listen to mainstream media at all anymore. He's anti-vax, including the HPV vaccine, which is a big problem for me. You do not have a vagina. You do not know what it's like to be sitting in the hospital with abnormal cells. He has gotten hugely involved in the school thinking they are literally teaching our children about sex and other things that would be very appropriate for a young child. We've talked to the school and I believe and trust that they won't be teaching our eight-year-old anything inappropriate. His ideal situation would be that they'd be homeschooled as he can't trust anyone, he says. He is very involved with protests against refugees, etc. So much that he has lied and taken days off work to go around with these groups of people and in my opinion just starts harassing people with different opinions. This has also had a financial impact as we are down money from him skipping work. He's also fallen out with his family over COVID-19 and my kids haven't seen their grandparents on that side in over a year. This is not the man I fell in love with. I'm tired of talking to him and how I feel and him brushing it off completely. He has called me a sheep. All he talks about is politics and it's like he's in a different world. He sends me videos which I've told him I do not watch. I met one of his close friends out recently and even he said it's hard to be around him. I said I think it's over and he just says grand but he knows I can't afford to move out. I've been very embarrassed of him and also in the past few years his social media accounts are off the wall completely with far right stuff. Up to five years ago he has no social media whatsoever and I love that about him. It's so sad to see him compared to them. I feel like I can't be the only woman in Ireland who has had her whole life ripped apart by this. I also feel certain people in these far-right groups take advantage of people. He is clearly not in a good place and I think they are completely taking him for a mug. Any advice from a very lonely lady? Oh my God, my heart is oh. just to breaking. Oh my gosh, what a situation she's now in. And I do agree with her. I do think that he's just not in a good place and I do think that he might need a bit of counselling or something. Yeah, it's funny because when I was reading it, I was kind of like, this reminds me so much of people who would ring into the radio show because I was working on a talk show during the whole COVID-19 yeah. thing. And like we had the abuse we used to get anyway from people like as in like you're all um, sheep and all that kind of stuff. Like we took so much abuse. You've no idea. I remember going home one day from work and I actually was sitting in the corner in my living room and I was like, I was my the anxiety. I was bawling, crying over the anxiety over the far right. Yeah kind of people because it was something we did on the show like that so feeling for her like I'm reading it and I'm imagining what her husband is one of them as mm. if something even though he's probably not but I'm like this is the typical kind of people that we had ringing in abusing us but to be the wife of someone like that it's, it's that's awful and I do think COVID-19 and the vaccines really divide people as well because I had family members in my ear be like don't be getting that now you don't know what they're injecting into your body but then I had other family members be like would you leave if you want to go on holidays or go for a drink or a socialize you have to have it so re- it did divide some of my, my me and some of my family members as well because like that they were in my ear be like don't get that now don't get that and then others be like no do so we could go for a drink or go for lunch or whatever or go on holidays yeah 
I suppose when you look back then as well and not go down the COVID-19 where you're kind of like, you know, looking back, you're kind of like, Jesus, all that stuff went on. Isn't it mad that went on? I know. I know. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's but crazy. It's like a blur. Coming back to it, like, I see now there's like protests in Cork now and around the country as well and they're all like, there's one side, the far right side and then they're calling the extreme left side and they're all fighting and they've all got this, these different agendas and I see some people and like, they, like that now, they're taking off work and they don't care anymore. They're so invested in it. And it is causing a lot of damages with relationships. Yeah, like that now. Like he's taking days off work and everything, and now they're down money. And you know, she's they're obviously struggling as a family. So I do. I would kind of sit him down and be like, "Look, I think you need to go have a chat to somebody because obviously something's after happening over the last couple of years. Mm. You're a completely different man to what you were when I first met you all those years ago, fourteen years ago." Yeah, I do think when she said that it's over, and he says it's grand, but the thing is. She can't afford to move out, but like you'd be hoping there was some, at least some way for her. I think that she probably needs to talk to someone. I think would it be a family member? Would it be something like that? Would she get on to, I don't know, there must be some organisations or something like that for her situation. I don't, I'm not sure, but. I'd say before though, you, I would do the counselling first with him separately, with her separately, and then maybe sit down and do a bit of relationship counselling as well. Because hopefully like... Maybe it's just a bit of a phase he's going through. Maybe we can get him back. Yeah, but you see, these people are so invested in it. Like all these beliefs they have about the anti-vaxxers and everything now. And especially now with the, like we'll say, the Ukrainian refugees have had to come over here and everything like, and like there's always going to be something. It seems like he's gone down that road. There's going to be something else now happening in a few years time. You know, there was COVID and now there's the Ukrainian refugees yeah. who've had to come here fleeing war. I don't, I know what you're saying about the counselling, but I would think that she will just have to, like for her, she's going to have to do something for her. I know she can't move out, but there must be something for her. Like in talking to him and all that, I don't know, is that going to work? He's gone down this path so far. Yeah, I know. It's it's it is it's, a really really hard one. It's very and, worrying, I'm so and sorry I, for. I remember there was a lot of girls as well. Did even message me, and they, as you said about your family members, one girl she wasn't talking to brother anymore because he was going down this road. I have a friend like that as well, and she doesn't talk to her aunts or uncles because like that they believed not to get anti-vax, and she went away and got it. And they're like, why would you do that? And like there's pros and like you know I get it, I do get where they're coming from, but I also get why she decided to get the vaccine. Like you know, it's everyone's call, like but. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I would say to her, I would get him into counselling. I'd get herself into counselling and I'd do a bit of joint counselling together. I would hope that he'd just come offline and disassociate himself with those groups. Yeah, agree. Which is very difficult because you probably got all, they are the minority, those kind of groups. So I think then you just get easily led. So hopefully maybe coming off social media, taking a break from it. Cut the ties. Like you know, maybe cut the ties. he'll come to his senses. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's great to get like a lengthy one like that, more a serious one as well. I know, I know. You know, but you'd feel for her. And we wish you all the best. Yeah, absolutely. Keep us updated. Okay, so the second dilemma we actually got as a voice note. So we're going to play that here now for you. Girls. Um, just just a quick one. My best friend has just told me that she's cheated on her husband twice in the past two months. I'm really torn by this um, because they've been together for years and we've all been on holidays together and everything. And he's really just one of the girls, one of my best friends at this point. She says she regrets it, but it has happened twice. So obviously she doesn't regret it that much. Brenda, I know you'll say don't tell him. And then he just shoot the messenger. That's not even really my problem at this stage. I think she will end up telling him herself. Um, but my problem is really that I don't know how, how I can stay friends with her after this. How can I trust her to keep any of my secrets or to have my back if she can't stay loyal to her husband? Um, do you think I'm overreacting? Thanks, girls. Bye. 
I know she singled me out there saying, Brenda, I know you will say don't tell him. And I know like, I would know someone like, and she has cheated on her husband. I didn't tell him. I would know. Well, I know like Lala, all, nearly all my friends are married now. And if I knew one of them was doing the dog and her husband, I would certainly wouldn't be telling the husband. She's my friend. Yeah, see, that's it. And it's not that... I don't know. It's not that you put up with like that kind of behavior and stuff like that, that you'd like do that. But like, as in she's your friend, I know it's hard and stuff like that. But there it's kind of different because she's saying that he's one of the girls at this point, that she's that friendly with him. I would certainly be having a word with her and kind of going, listen, this is going on here. Like this can't be going on. You can't be doing this to the husband. Like you can't. I, I agree with you. I definitely would sit her down and be like, come here, you're married. Like, you know, what's going on? Are you even happy with John or whatever his name is? Maybe you should think twice about, I don't know, separating or something like that. I don't know, but I wouldn't be telling the husband. And also, I know she's saying there at the end that she's nervous about telling her secrets and stuff like that. I don't think it's anything to do with her friendship. I think it's her and the husband. I would still trust her. Yeah, would you? same. Yeah, I would still trust her, still be the same. And I would carry on if she was a loyal friend and trusting to carry on that kind of relationship. I, I think the problem is with herself and the husband, not your friendship. Yeah, you just kind of get a bit like if you could hear it going on and on the cheating and stuff like It's a bit hard to put up with, isn't it? To listen to, isn't Like you've got such a lovely man, a lovely husband, like he's that good friends that you, it's hard to watch it then being done to someone. You nearly want to shake or be like, what is going on in yeah. inside your head? Because he's actually so lovely. He's mad about all. All of us were, as a friends, we're all mad about him. Like, but then again, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors and that's it, like. But I certainly would be just sitting there down and be like, look, what's going on here? You're married to him. I think he's lovely. Is there something going on? Yes. Are you happy? Are you happy? That's one question. Are you happy with him? Yeah, and then she's saying like it happened twice. So like it's not, you know, it wasn't like one night stand or something like that. Or, you know, I just kissed a fella on a night out and sure I regret it. Like if you're doing it again, if you did it once, do it again. Like she's done it twice. What's going to happen next? You're going to do it with someone else? I don't know. Was this with someone else? Was the same person or not that she cheated on with? So that's kind of difference as well. If it's the same person. Actually, I was messaging a guy on Bumble and he told me that the wife cheated on him, right? And he was kind of, what's he saying? My wife cheated on me with a friend of mine, but uh, she ended up marrying him. So at least wasn't a fling and I was like what and I was like he was kind of happy it wasn't a fling do you kind of get that that's his way of coping I suppose you know what I mean but it was his friend but it wasn't a fling I don't know what I've been happier if it was a fling you didn't marry the person he was like okay about it I found it very strange yeah very strange but that's just I'd say his way of coping isn't it yeah yeah so you're what would you say for her to do I would sit the friend down and be like just one simple question are you happy in your marriage I think I might be as in listen here now girl you've done this twice if it happens again I'm going to have to get in touch and just I'm going to have to tell himself I'm going to have to tell himself I can't watch this going on Would if, you threaten her with that yeah? Well I'd be I'd If it was me like if I was married and I done the dog there now last and if he was, Dublin If he was really good friends with me Well you were only friends with him now over me you knew him through me Well they said that he's one of the girls yeah but, she, yeah, but he, they probably only know each other because of her I would be very disappointed yeah I would. What would you tell him? I probably would say, listen, Julia, I'm kind of getting fed up with this behaviour. Like, he's a lovely fella. Look what you've got there. I wouldn't do it as in like, oh, I'd love a fella like that. But like, look, and you'll see what you've got there. I don't know. Can I tolerate looking at this anymore? Like, if it carries on, I don't know. Like, I'd probably threaten it, but probably not do it. I'd probably like, listen, I'm going to have to step in. And I think I say something to him because I can't see this going on. So you would tell him? 
I threatened, not tra- hate the word threaten, I'd hint that I'd tell him, but you know me, I wouldn't have the balls to do it in the end because I wouldn't want to affect our friendship because you know what I'm like. That way, <laughs> I just want to. It is a hard one, it is. And it's hard to watch and I, I agree with that, but I would just sit her down and be like, look, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, I would As a just, friend, yeah. I would give a slight threat, but I wouldn't carry through with it. That's the way I am. Yeah. I would give the all threat and stuff like that and scare her and then hopefully it wouldn't happen again. I just couldn't go through with telling him then. Because you know what? As I always say, he wouldn't believe me and then they both fall out with me. Because shoot the messenger, all the messenger, the messenger always yeah. gets shot. Yeah, so just have a little chat to her, yeah. I think. Right, so that's it from our bonus episode. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, yeah, that's me over and out, Julie Haynes. And me, Brenda Dennehy. Bye. Bye.